Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, good morning, or grand rising, shall I say, to all the families out there. Peace and blessings, fam. It's your boy, J-Rated R, and today is October 31st, Thursday, 2019. Halloween, fam. Hallow's Eve, Day of the Dead. want to give a quick shout out to all of you guys who tune in to Pharaoh Radio and who've been sticking it out and kicking it with your boy from day one. And for those of you who weren't able to do that uh, when the podcast first came out, which is just about maybe three months ago. Can't believe that already, fam. Um, if you are now tuning in to Pharaoh Radio, thank you as well for your support lessons to you and yours fam the day's topic we're going to be talking about is God's plural prayer or the power of prayer spiritual realms etc now for a lot of you who tune into my show you kind of already know where I stand I just did a podcast called my spiritual journey internal progression emotional struggle etc and I kind of just gave a little bit more than usual uh, insight to my life my spiritual beliefs my experiences Uh, I did it in a three-part series so for those of you who are just now tuning in or those of you who are tuning in and if you haven't had a chance to uh, actually listen to my spiritual journey please Listen to all three. Uh, If you need to go back when you listen, fam, you already know you can. To get a little insight on where I'm coming from and why I did the podcast and uh, some of my personal spiritual experiences. um, For those of you who are interested enough to know kind of, you know, how my life has been. Uh, I, I definitely know that when you listen to those two, uh, those three, sorry, those three podcasts, you're going to be definitely in for a treat. Some of it's going to sound very, very weird. Some of it you probably won't even be able to believe. But I assure you all that I have telling been telling you guys up to this point is for real. Like I always say, I have no reason to get on my own show and just make up shit. <laughs> um but I know a lot of people live in a box, so it's hard for them to believe something they can't physically see, touch, taste or smell. That's within their boundaries of reality. And I understand that because that's all based on perception. But my experiences have led me to become more knowledgeable of those experiences by looking into those things since childhood up to now. So, uh, Majority of you I know have experienced something in some shape, form or fashion in a spiritual manner. And after all, fam, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So why would it be hard to believe anything otherwise? Um, It is a rainy day again, still where I'm at. I don't know about where you guys are, but if it's raining, it's not cool. Thank God for right now. It's not that cold rain. Uh, I think today's temperature where I'm at is supposed to be 74 degrees. And for those of you that are tuning in outside of uh, local regions, I am in Lynchburg, Virginia at the moment. 
Uh, and it is definitely, it's a beautiful day, but it's a gloomy and rainy day. Um, I love the rain. So a lot of you probably listen to this. You may love rain sometimes here and there. Some of you may not love the rain or like the rain at all because it just kind of brings your day down, makes you feel tired and just blah, as a lot of you say. And then some of you love the rain like me. (laughs) You know, um, I love every day, no matter what it is. But rain is definitely one of my most favorite moments because what it does is it calms the spirit. You know, it calms the spirit. And I'm not going to drop science on you guys on all that today. Uh, Of course, I would love to, but we're going to stick to the topic. And before we get into it, fam, as always, we're going to let our anchor sponsors get it in. Uh, And I want to thank you all again for tuning in to Anchor, Spotify or wherever, uh, you know, you are and whichever platform you're able to tune into, because there are many platforms, fam, not just Spotify and Anchor. But Anchor is definitely the father of all these podcasts being distributed. So without further ado, we're going to jump straight into our commercial break. I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, 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 fam. It's your boy, Jay Read It All. And y'all know how it is. How you living? <laughs> Check this out. It's shout out day. And who are we giving a shout out to, fam? Lady Brown Sugar. That's right. You heard it here. You heard it first. Lady Brown Sugar, a.k.a. Miss Stephanie Holloway. And yeah, the sister is bad. She's done everything, family. I'm talking about from being in the music industry with well-known artists on the R&B and in the gospel with Bobby Jones Gospel. She's also done many, many theatrical plays with celebrities from all over. And you guys don't want to miss the next up-and-coming stage play called Dear God, Thanks for My Child. You can get your tickets in advance for $10, fam, or you can get them at the door for $15. This play is located at the Forest Recreation Center. That's the Forest Recreation Center here in Forest, Virginia. And the address is at 1088 Rustic Village Road, Forest, Virginia, 24551. This play will be showing September the 29th. October the 20th and November the 24th fam so what are you waiting on share with your friends and family support this sister she's bad like that and she can also be contacted if you have any questions at lady brown sugar that's l-a-d-i b-r-o-w-n s as in sam u-g-a at instagram you can get on instagram and hit her up or you can hit her up on facebook family www.facebook.com backslash Stephanie Holloway. That's S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E Holloway. H-O-L-L-O-W-A-Y. So why are y'all still on here listening to me? You should be on there right now hitting this sister up. It's your boy J Rated R. Please check her out. Lady Brown Sugar. I'm out. Y'all have a good day. And as always, peace and namaste. All 
All right, fam, we are back. It's your boy Jay, rated R. Again, it is a rainy Thursday, Halloween. What more perfect way to have a Halloween in a sense? Only because a lot of you, if you're able to later on tonight, is going to be wanting to watch some movies with your friends or your significant other or your children or whatever. And, um, a lot of you I know don't really like scary movies. Some of you I, I used to grow up with watching scary movies and talking to you about scary movies. I've talked to some of you recently uh, and over the years, a lot of y'all have told me you no longer watch those type of movies because either A, you've grown from watching those type of things, which if you don't watch them anyway, that's one reason anyway. Or two, because of your spiritual beliefs or whatever the case may be, some of you have... Uh, shied or steered away from that and ain't nothing wrong with that fam because to be honest with you i don't even watch the horror like i used to um and there is for a lot of you who just see it as a movie or don't see any harm in it or feel like you know you're spiritually protected regardless that's fine but i know a lot of people who have spiritual reasons for not watching horror movies uh a lot of that is definitely true because what we don't realize is there's a science to everything. And the word science simply means knowledge. There's a technology, if you will, to how things work. Uh, and for spirituality, we can't pinpoint that enough because spirituality is a broad topic and knowledge is ever growing with us as human beings when it comes to the spirit plane. So fam, this conversation today, because it's on Halloween, I felt was a better way to present this information being that I just did a spinoff of my spiritual journey to you all. Uh, I decided why not keep the topic on spirituality and talk about things that most people are either very uncomfortable talking about in a public sense, or it can become sometimes very um, controversial uh, and very difficult for a lot of people to speak on spirituality because of their religious beliefs or whatnot. Anyway, we're going to talk about it regardless. Uh, what you take away from this uh, particular show today is what you take away with it. Um, but it's not going to stop me from doing what I do and, and how I feel. Uh, but I do respect each and every one of you know your feelings and your beliefs. Uh, so I ask you all that you would do the same for me. Only because... None of us have a complete, accurate, pinpoint accuracy on what the spirit reality is. Okay. A lot of us think we do. But for those of us who have that mentality, I hate to say it, but, you know, you too are still a student when it comes to learning. Uh, and spirituality is no different. So maybe if we all came together and found the similarities in our beliefs, and put together what we do know and how we do worship, we might find greater answers together. But we know that's not going to happen because the world isn't set up that way. Moving right along. Um, today's topic is going to be discussing about gods. That's plural. So more than one God, which your Bibles, Korans, and those of you who need spiritual doctrine to validate your beliefs all of those different types of doctrines speak about different types of gods, whether they're false gods, whether they're 
uh, demonic beings posing as gods or whether they're demonic gods <clears throat> or whether they're just simply gods with no uh, negative connotations to it. Uh, God is, is, is a broad topic, especially when you talk about the definition of it when you look it up uh, versus the religious uh, definition of it. And uh, we're going to be talking about the power of prayer and prayers family. Uh, very, very powerful subject. I love to talk about that with people individually. Uh, and we see miracles working around us all the time through the power of prayer. Um, we're also going to be talking about spiritual realms, different realities, d- dimensions, uh, aspects of the spirit realm, uh, beings in the spirit realm or realms. Uh, and then, of course, we'll be talking about rituals, different types of rituals, good, bad rituals. What are rituals? How are they uh, synonymous and or how do they synchronize with the power of prayer? And, you know, we'll just go from there. But before we continue, we do have to let our sponsors get it in once again with Anchor. I do thank you all for tuning in today on this wonderful podcast on this Halloween Thursday. Uh, I'm your boy, J-Rated R. We'll be right back after these messages. Peace, peace. What it do, fam? You already know. It's your boy, J-Rated R, and you're tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Want to give a huge shout out to one of my closest friends. Big homie, Rich Styles of Rich Styles Collection. That's right. You guys heard him on the podcast. For those of you who don't know, please check this brother out. He's definitely authentic and legit as they come. The brother's doing things globally, and we definitely want to support all that he does. You can tune in to him also on Instagram. You got two accounts you can tune in to. One of them is called The Real Rich Styles. The other is just simply Real Rich Styles. And for those of you who need a quick spelling on that, you already know how to spell the. So just add real rich styles to it. That's R-E-A-L-R-I-C-H-S-T-Y-L-E-S. The real rich styles. The others just simply real rich styles. So definitely support this brother out, fam. I know he would appreciate it, and so would I. On that note, I hope you all continue to stay blessed. It's your boy J Rated R. And as always, peace and namaste. fam welcome back you're tuning in to Pharaoh radio with your boy j rated r so we'll talk about gods now this again can be a broad topic uh, a huge broad topic and uh we're not gonna try to get everything in for fam what i'm gonna do is we'll just kind of see how this goes uh and if i get enough feedback from you all if i get at least you know 20 of you all who tune into this show to tell me you would like to hear a part two, then I'm, I'll go into maybe doing a part two. If not, I might think about doing it anyway. Uh, a lot of you wait till I talk to you individually. For those of you I'm able to talk to individually, and you'll wait till I ask you something and then say, yeah, that would be great. Go ahead and talk about it. But family, I want to know what y'all's input is. Okay. Um, 
you guys have all the contact information. You get it through this podcast. You get it through uh, me advertising a lot on social media. Uh, so, you know, I, I drop you guys videos. I drop you guys, um, you know, different ads. I tell you guys this stuff on my show. Uh, I don't know what some of your thoughts are. If you're interested enough in hearing more on certain topics, if you'd like to hear more of, of, of the science behind it, you want to go more into origins of where it comes from. I need you guys to go on to um, my different contacts and drop me a note on that or just simply hit me up personally. You can DM me uh, on on WhatsApp, on, on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I don't even use my Twitter that much because I haven't, you know, been on Twitter as much, fam. But uh, for those of you who want or interested in knowing certain things or want to hear what my side of things is, what I see them as, I don't mind giving my opinion, fam. But before I always give an opinion, I try to find the information that can be thoroughly looked into by anybody, not just by myself or what I say. So that we all can kind of start on the same page and go from there. Then we can kind of trickle it down to opinions after we've gotten enough information that supports uh, itself. Evident wise, uh, I kind of like to do things like that only so that a lot of you who tune in so people don't get this misnotion or misconception that, um, you know, these are all beliefs from me and me only uh, because I make it very clear this is my experience or this is my belief. But when it comes to certain information, fam, I give it to you the way it, the way it is. Uh, it doesn't come from me. Things that you yourself can look into. So I don't want to get too technical on the information we're talking about today. But I do want to say things in a way enough for you guys to be thinking on it enough to look into it for yourself. Um, but on my show, fam, we are not only here to entertain, we're here to educate. We're here to come together. We're here to find a common ground. And by doing that, sometimes we have to get things out in the open, which may shake up the pillars of people a little bit. In other words, if you will, that makes folks feel a little uncomfortable. My, my job is not to make you all feel uncomfortable, but it is to be real. I'm a real dude. So I'm not sugarcoating nothing. I definitely don't have filters or censorship on my show, as you guys hear me say all the time. And so uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit of everything on this show, fam. I, I feel like I have to say this constantly as a reminder because some of you coming on to the show are new and you haven't had a chance to go all the way back and start from the beginning since I've been doing this to catch yourself up to now. But if you are new to the show or if you are normally somebody who listens but haven't been listening to all of the podcasts, I definitely recommend you going back, starting with whatever podcast you left off from or haven't had a chance to listen to before you get up to what I'm talking about today. Because some of these things I say to you all who are coming in, it's going to sound off base because a lot of my podcasts actually connect. And I didn't plan for it to be that way. But after going back and listening to myself, I say, damn, that kind of goes with that. That goes with that. So it kind of gives me a personal um validation and confirmation that spiritually I'm on my own path and why these things add up. Uh, but fam, we're going to go ahead and take our last commercial break. That way, when we come back, we won't have any interruption. We can get straight into these topics, talking about gods and all of the wonderful topics that, we, that go with it. 
I'm your boy, Jay Rated R. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned. Well, what's happening? Hey, hey, hey. It's your boy, Jay Rated R. And we are giving a shout out, as always, fam. And who are we giving recognition to this time? Myself. That's right. Your boy, Jay Rated R. And if you're interested in contacting me, I can be contacted in a variety of ways, fam. Please feel free to reach out to your boy. Drop me some feedback on any topics that you may have in mind. Any disclosures of any type. And if you have any ideas, please share them with your boy. Let me go ahead and drop you real quick some of that information so you all can contact your boy. I can be contacted on WhatsApp. And if you don't have that, you can download it on your Google or your Play Store. And just type in J-Rated R. J-A-Y-R-A-T-E-D-R as in Robert. For more information on that, if you need, just let me know. And I'll be more than happy to drop that on you. You can also be contacted on Facebook.com. That's www.facebook.com backslash Larry Holloway Jr. That's spelled L-A-R-R-Y-H-O-L-L-O-W-A-Y. The letters J and R. That's it. And of course, you guys can drop me a note on jratedr at gmail.com. Got a lot of upcoming events coming for you all, fam. Can't wait to share them all with you. We've got some special guest appearances that we're going to be having on the show as well. Interviews from all over. And I'm talking about celebrities. Yes, you heard it right. Celebrities. We're going to have different people coming on to the show. So just keep supporting your boy. Share with your friends and family in the community. Uh, We're going to be having interviews with well-known community activists, singers, artists, actors, etc. If you're looking for that real news, J-Rated R. Me, your boy, is where it's at on Pharaoh Radio. And we're going to always keep you up to date, mentally liberated, and free from all the BS, fam. As I always tell you, there are no filters on my show. No censorship. So if at any time you want to know what's really good, just tune in to your boy. I got you. Well, fam, as always, stay blessed, stay up, keep it real, and stay positive. I'm your boy, J-Rated R. And I'm out. But as always, peace and namaste. All right, we are back. And today's topic is God's power of prayer or prayers, spiritual realms, and rituals. Family, we're going to start off with this. Now, I have spoken briefly before on, you know, a couple of these topics um, in the earlier parts of my show, in the earlier podcast that I first done. I did kind of go over uh, piece by piece, bit by bit about God's the creator of all things, uh, Yahshua, or Jesus, as a lot of us call him. Uh, and I went over uh, there being more than one God, different type of gods. I also talked about rituals very briefly in earlier podcasts. Uh, But today we're going to kind of just get into rituals when we talk about it. 
what does that word really mean? What does it signify? Is it a good or a bad thing? And are we in rituals every day and not realize it? And for those of you who do remember me having conversations based on, um, you know, what insanity is or repeating the same thing, expecting a different result. That is a ritual. When we talked about religion to some degree. That is a form of a ritual because of religion or insanity. When you look at these definitions, fam, what you're basically saying is a lot of the similarities in terms of their meaning. Well, when you do something ritualistically, what is that? You're repeating something, right? And a ritual is repeated because you're expecting a result from doing it. And that becomes a tradition. And when something traditionally is done over and over again, by definition, fam, that's a ritual. <laughs> right? The only thing is we're putting spiritual connotations to it because that's what a ritual is. It's a belief system that is practiced or exercised by a group of people or individuals who are expecting a result. And by definition, if you keep doing something over and over again, expecting a different result, then that's the very definition of insanity. So what is religion? Religion is practicing a spiritual belief. And when you practice a spiritual belief or a belief of worship towards an entity or a God or a being or whatever the case is supernaturally for you, when you have these traditions that you go by or follow and you do them repetitively, you are practicing a form of a ritual. So it couldn't be all bad if what your intentions to do in terms of being saved or having a spiritual abundance or spiritual freedom is good. So we'll get into that when we get to the ritual part. I just want to kind of throw that out there to get, you know, a lot of you loose on the on the subject before some of you get spooked out and be like, I don't want to hear the rest of this because a lot of us do that and we miss out on so much because we live in a box. Some of us are still mentally enslaved and we don't have the proper information or knowledge to free us from that. Through fear, we're bonded or kept in bondage. Now, if you want to talk about what being kept in bondage is, then it's the very word religion. Because if you guys do the etymology on the word religion, going back to its Greek and its Latin meaning, you will see that it means to tie fast or to be kept in ties or kept in bondage that's what it literally means so really is religion a good thing based on the definition or is it a bad thing i would say it's both by definition it can be a bad thing because it's spiritually keeping you in bondage it's keeping you spiritually enslaved but it's a good thing when you practice it because what it does is if you have a good practice in your religion depending on your religion and your religious beliefs that go with that religion then it can be of a very uh, liberating spiritual practice and experience. But if it's something of maybe negative energy or following or worshiping negative beings and doing things negatively to, you know, um, to find approval or to satisfy that of an entity that you call a God of your of your belief that you worship, then it may be not so good for you. But we'll get into that, fam. And that's kind of what we want to start off with today. Or I wanted to start off with, shall I say, on the topic of gods, plural. 
Uh, a lot of you who strictly stick to the Bible, this is why I put Bible scriptures in my talks so that you can go back to your Bibles and have a reference point of what scripture these things are in. Uh, for those of you who don't follow the Bible that much or at all, this is why I talk in general and give other references of information because I want to speak to all people, not just certain people. I don't stereotype and I'm not trying to single out anybody in particular. So, you know, my show is open to all who are willing to listen uh, because we're all on that path of knowledge and we're all here to grow. And that's what your boy believes in. And that's why I do this, fam. I say this time and time again, but I feel like some of you really don't know me well enough to know what's really deep in my heart while I do this podcast. And that's why I can talk about subjects like this. It don't always have to be about what's going on in the world of science and political uh you know, the economy and all these different uh, categories that we can talk about because they all really add up. They all make sense when we look at them all as a whole or we step outside of the box and step away from our personal beliefs. We can see them a lot more. And that's how we open ourselves up to more information. That's how we become greater in knowledge and smarter within ourselves. And that's how we are able to give ourselves opportunities where there were none. Because we are willing to free and liberate ourselves through spiritual practices of being humble and giving it to God, as you say, or to the creator. But I want to talk about that. Let's talk about the word God and the pluralness of it, because a lot of us are going to really have some debate in what I'm saying. And that's great. I love debate. It's healthy. As long as it doesn't become something that's over consuming where people can't get along and then they get mad. Because you don't believe what they believe and you don't talk the way they talk. You guys have got to come out of that state of ignorance, man. You are no better than the next and no one is better than you. We're all wonderfully valuable within ourselves. We all have something to contribute and offer whether we feel that we do or not. We're all made in, if you do believe this much, we're all made in the creator's image and likeness. What creator is that? We'll talk about it. But until then... Let's stick to the semantics. Let's talk about what we what we what we feel. A lot of us, what we believe, what we go by. A lot of us, uh, and I'm saying us, even though some of the things that I may believe you don't. I'm saying us because I'm talking of us as in humanity. Um, each and every one of us is on a different path. <laughs> and, and what's so funny about that, ironically, is that some of these paths that we're on is more likely to be closer to being the same more than we realize. We just don't see it from outside point of view. That's the illusion that we live in. The word gods, it's a very, very ancient word. It's not a word that you'll find in any of the ancient or Seritic languages. You won't find that word. Now, the word God is actually a verb transitive. It is. It's not a noun. You, it can be a noun, but God can be pretty much uh, everything, a person or a thing. I won't say a place because that doesn't make sense. But if you want to like be technical and go outside of the, of the definition of what a noun is, when you refer to God, you can say, well, God is all things. He's in all places. OK, that's more uh, describing him of the essence or the attributes of this being but it's not to say that he is a thing i mean he's not a thing he's not a place 
but he can be in all places or she or it can be in all places if you are to give it those attributes and contribute that definition in that way. The word God actually comes from the German word Gut. And it literally means to invoke. Right? That word itself is a little over a thousand years old, fam. We've been on this planet. We as a human species, not us living, I mean, not us listening to this podcast, obviously, uh, at least not in these bodies in this lifetime. We haven't been on that planet, on this planet uh, for a thousand years, right? But us as a species, we've been on this planet way longer than that, since the beginning of time itself, or since the beginning of this plane or this earth physical existence began. Um, There's never a time where man was not in time existed. Now, there was a time maybe slightly where man had not yet become uh, created. But we'll get into that. I'm not I'm not really trying to have a full fledged conversation on the creation of us or other beings, because that's going to take different uh, levels. I mean, that's going to take different parts to do that. It's going to be a series. And I think I may do that soon. I might actually do a special on the gods, angels and demons um, sometime in December. Because I want to go ahead and tell you all about Santa Claus, elves and all that and how these things are synonymous to one another. And how if you exchange the word Santa, you just move the words around. And all you're really doing when you take the word Santa is you're taking the S-A-N-T-A. You're just moving the N and Santa and putting it to the back, leaving everything else the same. And you have Satan. Now, y'all say that's a reach. But wait till you hear the presentation that I'm going to give you guys in December about that and where Christmas comes from in terms of these Gregorian holidays. Right. Because Jesus was not born on the 25th of December. There's nowhere in the scriptures that actually proves that. But we'll talk about that in December because that would be the perfect time to compare all this stuff and where it comes from. Since you guys love to call certain people's religious beliefs pagans. Not realizing a lot of your spiritual doctrine or your religion itself is based on paganism. But we're not going to talk about that today. We'll talk about that in December at the beginning of December so that you'll have a whole month to think about it. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to this word God. So it's based on a German word and it's only a thousand. It's over a thousand years old. It's not even quite two thousand years old. Uh, and where do I get this information? You guys are wondering. I want you to look this up. I want you to figure this out. Okay, this is not the day where I'm going to give references to a whole lot of information. We're just going to talk about it. But there, uh, you know, I always give information. But if I talk about it and give and get into all the origins of it, fam, this podcast is not going to be just one part. It's going to have to be more than one part. Uh, So anyway, we'll talk about it. And then with y'all's feedback, if you're interested in hearing how I know this and where this information comes from, then I'll do another part on it. But until then, we'll just get briefly into the information and keep it moving. God's is based on a German word. Gut or gut, right? And it means to invoke. And it's not a noun. It's a verb transitive or transitive verb. So that's very interesting 
to say the least. Now, in your Bibles, for those of you who like to go to the Bible for all knowledge and, and, and resource, because you feel that that is the true doctrine, the real true religion, the true spirituality, everything else is just fictitious or paganism or doctrines of devils that First Timothy chapter 4 talks about, which is not all true. But that's me saying that versus you saying that, and we'll leave it at that. Um... But the word itself was not a word used in any language of ancient or any language outside of English because they didn't use that word to describe what you call God. Now, if you look up God in any of your dictionaries up to date or old or whatever, you're going to get different meanings of God. Now, yes, all those definitions or meanings will still all come to a spiritual uh, relevance a reference or a reverence in terms of what this God or gods are I'm going to just simply use my phone and I'm going to go ahead and go on Webster's Dictionary and look up the word God right and it says the perfect and all powerful spirit or being that is worshipped especially by Christians, Jews and Muslims as the one who created and rules the universe it also says it's a spirit or being that has great power, strength, knowledge, etc., and that can affect nature and the lives of people. One of various spirits or beings worshipped in some religions. Now, here's the third definition a lot of you may not have been privy to. I mean, I knew this, but I wanted you all who haven't had a chance to really look into it. I want you to see what they're saying. This means the third definition of God is a person and especially a man. Who is greatly loved or admired. Now we know if we're going to call God in the sky. The almighty God. The creator of the universe. A spiritual being. He is definitely what he's not. Far from. He's not a man. Right? But according to the definition of the word God. We're just talking about the word God. We're not putting spiritual uh, beliefs to this. We're not putting our own personal. Um, you know. We're not putting our own personal stamp on this fam. We're doing by the definition in your dictionaries. You can get this information just like I read it. This ain't my personal dictionary. This ain't me saying this. Out of Webster's dictionary, this says a person and especially a man who is greatly loved or admired. And say a man who believes in a spiritual being, right? Even though if that would have said that, it still would have said he was a man. So I've heard this definition many years ago. And I never was taught this in church because when you go to the Bible and see what God means, it gives you only the first couple of definitions you read on Web. You heard me read just now to you all on Webster's Dictionary. And it always relates to it being a Christian or sometimes a Muslim or a Jew because these things are based on Jewish traditional belief systems. Now you go anywhere else in the world to any other nationality whether it's India, Africa, or anywhere else, uh, they may use the word God because they speak English, a lot of them now. But if you ask them in their language, they all will pretty much agree that God is a spiritual being. But what they won't say or what they won't tell you is that it's based on Christianity or anything else. Because you have a lot of people who believe in Hindi or Hinduism, right? You have a lot of people who have different gods of different tribes. There's a God for different things. If it's more than one God, then it's polytheism. 
If it's one God, it's monotheism, right? So mono meaning one, poly meaning more than one, meaning many. We call that a pantheon, which means it's more than one God involved. Just like you had the Greeks had the gods, they had the gods, the you know the Greek gods. You had the Roman gods, you had the Egyptian gods. You had all these different gods, and and a lot of these gods, fam, are one and the same, because the oldest culture of all of those belief systems is Africa. No matter how you feel about that, no matter how you look at that, no matter what you want to say about that, you cannot deny history of its truth and fact. And all you got to do is do some research and you'll find out that this all goes back to Africa, which is the mother of all civilization in the first place. But we're not here to have a history lesson today. We're not here to get into the different nationalities and ethnicities and all that. We're not here to do that. So let's be clear. I'm just giving you a roundabout brief, you know, sort of information so that you can have something to look at on your own time. And like I said, if you really want me to go into it for you or go into it based on what I'm telling you, then drop your boy feedback. If not, then I'm just going to keep it moving. Um, but we're not talking about just biblical belief systems. Even within the Bible, you had different tribes. And see, that's what's tricky about all this. In the Bible, you have African tribes. Now, a lot of people don't want to admit this, but your original Africans were your Jews. But we didn't use that word Jew. You see, that's another confused word. We're not going to get into the history of that. I brought it up, yeah, but I only brought it up to give you a little insight on it. And if you disagree with it because you want to hear what my point of view is, then you got to drop me a note, man. Anyway, so we're talking about gods. Keeping up and sticking the topic here, we're talking about gods. So there's more than one God, right? Uh, we've heard this from many different aspects. We've heard it from our Bibles. We've heard it from our Korans. We've heard it from the pyramid text. We've heard it from the Vedics. We've heard it from the cuneiform tablets in ancient Sumeria. We've heard it from all over the planet. We've heard it from uh, different things, right? Um, and it doesn't matter what tribe or nationality or what origin or demographic or whatever you, wherever you're from geographically on this planet, you know, everybody believes in some form of a spiritual being or a spiritual world. And that's what this conversation is based on. What and how, who are these gods? Um, and there are many because each God or each deity, as I like to say, is a God within itself. Uh, and deity is actually where you get the word diet but we'll get into that on another com um podcast i kind of dropped a little science on that to you all about deity and diet when i first did chemistry and chemic mystery on my earlier podcast so go back to that whole thing listen to that whole i think it's a four or five part uh, series i did on chemistry chemic mystery and all that and I talk about deities because I talked about the periodic chart, what the different deities were, your periodic table real quickly, your periodic table, each element on the periodic table or chart represents a deity of ancient uh, Africa. And all of these different deities are within your own chemical ba uh, chemical makeup. So if you want to know information on that, you got to go back to my podcast where I first started talking on part one all the way through about chemistry, chemic mystery, and what it means to have chemistry. So I kind of talked about three things in one. 
Uh, and deities were definitely one of those things. So definitely, guys, you know, like I said, this stuff connects. And even I don't see it until after I go back and say, well, damn, I talked about that. Anyway, um, but the word does come from the word diet. And there's a reason why a deity and your diet are very synonymous to one another. The God within you, as your Bibles talk about how you take care of your temple, which is your body. Your body is referred to as a temple or a vehicle, right? Because this is the same temple in which the spirit of the most high or God dwells. Now, some of you will say, well, that's not true until you receive the Holy Spirit. I'm not here to get into a religious debate with you. I could do that very easily by going into that and talking about that, but I, I must move on. So just keep in mind, fam, that these gods, uh, based on the definition, is referred to as a spiritual being or even a man. Now, for those of you who like the Bible, in your Bible, in Psalms chapter 82, verse 6, and in St. John, in your New Testament, chapter 10, verse 34, it talks about, is it not written in your law that ye are God's children of the most high? So therefore, if it's not written in your law, talking to man, stating, is it not written in your law that ye, meaning you all, are God's children of the most high? Because you're made in the image and likeness of the most high. That's in Genesis chapter one and chapter two. So don't sugarcoat it. Don't try to give it an excuse. By definition, we just read what God meant. Right? And we just read that the third part of that definition referred to God as a man. Or could be a man. Let me just say that. Because this is where the word God gets tricky, fam. If there are many gods and you're talking about the God, like people like to put the the on it to, you know, to, to, to stamp it, right? And they say, well, God knows what's in my heart. He knows how I mean. And I'm not saying he doesn't. And I'm not here to debate that with you. And I'm not here to say you're wrong for that. What I am here to say is a lot of us don't realize because of ignorance that when we say God, a lot of times we could be talking about any God. Any God could have a, a say in your life if you don't put a name to it. Let me ask you something, fam. When somebody's talking to you, and let's say you're in a crowd or around people or just in general. Let's say somebody wants to get to you and they say, hey, right? And 20 of y'all turn around at the same time because you don't know who hey is referred to, right? You got a name and your name is a unique name. It's your name. Now, even though a lot of us have the same names all over the world and we all respond to it, it still is a signature referring to you. And if you have a physical name, don't think for one instant you don't have a spiritual one. But it ain't here. It ain't here or now for me to tell you that and how I know that and all that. I'm just going to tell you that as it is above, so it is below. Right. As it is within, so it is without. If you don't believe that, just take a real good look at things around you. You'll come to that own realization yourself. You don't need me to validate that for you. But that's why I'm here, because I'm here to tell you these are things that exist outside of a lot of our knowledge. All of us are not going to be on the same page all the time. All of us are not going to learn the same things all the time. And even if we do, we're not going to learn it at the same time. That's why you have different parts of your life or different chapters, if you will, where you mature and grow into knowledge. It doesn't just come 
you know, instantly all the time like we would like it to. It's steadfast. And those things happen over a period of time. So without further you know, ado on saying that, we're going to move on because I want you guys not to lose where I'm going with this topic. So God's can be many different things in one. God is a transitive verb. So we, we like to use it as a noun, but its true meaning means to invoke. That's why it's a transitive verb, because it means to invoke. And uh, a lot of us, depending on our beliefs, uh, a lot of us believe that God is within, that there is no God on the outside. Me personally, now, if I'm going to talk about beliefs, my personal belief is it's both. As it is within, so it is without. You can't have one without the other. But now here's the difference. I have a belief that there is a true creator of all things that, yes, dwells outside of us, but also that same being dwells within us. Because if you're going to give this being unlimited everything, you can't label him by limiting him. That's dumb as hell. You can't limit God. When you call him God, you put in the limit on him. Now, I know a lot of us don't see it that way because by definition to a lot of us personally, we feel that when you say God, God means all things. God is can do anything. There's nothing impossible for God. But what I just finished telling you all, based on the Bible's definition and based on the, the uh, not de- definition, but based on what the Bible's references are and what the definition of what's in the dictionary if we're going by those things, a lot of us want to get personal and say, well, that's man's definition. He don't know. Well, how do you think you learned your Bible? Who helped put these words in the Bible? You'll say, well, God wrote the Bible. No, God didn't write the Bible. God was the inspiration in which the Bible was written. Now, they're supposed to be the words of God, but who did he have writing them for him? You'll say, well, those were his personal prophets. He did this. He did that. Moses and all these guys wrote the Bible. Moses wasn't around when the beginning of Genesis was coming about. So who was telling that story in first person? Because it won't Moses. And we're not here to debate that. Then you have, yes, Matthew, Luke, John, and Mark, and all these other ones. And then you have Paul's version. And Paul wasn't even accepted by the church. He went off and did his own thing. So we're not talking about religion, fam. I'm trying to get you all to see something on a literal standpoint that if we're talking about God by definition, then we got to be careful on what we're saying when we say God means all things. God is this because there are other gods. And if you're just saying God to give the creator of all things the title, then I hate to tell you, but yes, he will have the title. But there are other gods who will also fall into that title by default because you're calling them God. You're not putting a stamp on it by saying the God. What does that mean? Because the God could be any God or a God of any type. So that's not really stamping who you're talking to. The God in your Bibles, for those of you who go by the Bible, his name is Yah. That's why you say hallelujah. All praise to Yah is what hallelujah means. So you guys even use a J for Jah or Judah or Jew. There was no J's in any of the Syritic languages. In fact, in, in your alphabets, there was no J in the alphabet until the 15th century. So that's why you couldn't have called Jesus in his time, Jesus. In Greek, it would have been Iesus. All right. His Hebrew name or his Aramaic name, his true name would have been Yahushua or Yahshua. Right. With a Y. So once again, who are you talking to when you say God? 
You got to give a name just like you have a name in order to be referred to because you're giving attention or you're giving energy to those beings or that being. And when you're trying to directly put your energy on on something or someone, you have to know who to address and how to address them so that they'll know it's directly for them. We just assume as human beings that God knows who we're talking to when we're praying and saying God. And I'm not trying to say there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just trying to say if you want to have a direct connection, then you must refer to the being by his name. And he gave it to you in the Bibles. For those of you who go by the Bible, for those of you who go by the Quran, it's Allah, right? And even in the name Allah is Ah, just like in the name Yah or Yahuwah or Yahushua. Now, some of you say it's Yehovah. I'm not getting into this lesson on <laughs> debates. I could do that because, I mean, I've been studying this shit for years, man. But the whole point I'm trying to make is these are gods you're referring to. Some of us love to put God and gods all in one. The word Elohim in your Bible, which is what was referred to in Genesis chapter one, it meant plural. It didn't mean God as all things. It meant more than one God. The word Elohim is gods with an S. God is not the Elohim. He is El Elo or El. El is the singular form of God. So Elohim is the plural form of God, meaning gods, more than one. It also means these or those beings. You can look this up for yourself. So when we're talking about those beings, who are we referring to? Now, some of you say, well, we had to be talking about angels because in the word angel is the word El. Ang El. Ang is also referring to a bull. We're not going to talk about that, though. But anyway, we're talking about El. El is singular. Elohim. And you have Elohim and Elohim. One is spelled with a Y in its name. The other is spelled with an M. I mean, you have a Y-N and then you have a Y-M. Now, for those of you who don't study Aramaic, these uh, translations of what I'm telling you is going to sound foreign. But that's why I urge you guys, if you're going to go into your Bibles and stick with that, study the translations, study the original meanings, learn some of the language if you haven't learned it all. But there are different forms of Aramaic. Classic, modern, old. I mean, I've, I've been studying a lot of these things. I study Arabic. So I don't tell you guys that, but you just now found out for those of you who don't know me like that. And I may have a show where we talk a little um, Arabic just to give you guys some insight on that. Yes, I have studied Egyptian Arabic. Galilean, the Jesus spoke is Arabic. He spoke Aramaic as well. So what I'm trying to tell you all is, won't nobody talking in English back in the Bible's times. And they won't use the word God. They were referring to God as Yah. And the Canaanites, or your Phoenician Hebrew Canaanites, they didn't call him that. They called him El, because El is the Phoenician Canaanite language. So no matter what they called him, they called him by something other than God. And Ilion, Ilion, El, or El Elo, or Elah, or Allah, these are all names used by Arabs. These are all names used by your Galileans, your Nazarites, right? These are all names used by these different people. Your Judahites, your high priest, your Wa'abs, all these different names were used. Nobody said God because they knew that they were referring to different gods. Just like in your Bible, some of the gods that they were referring to was Moloch. Some of them was referring to uh, a different god from the other gods. 
Baal was one of the major gods that they were talking about. Baal, as you know him. So you have to be careful when you say God. Because there is no such thing as a capital G and a lowercase g, fam. It's just not. And that's English ignorance. Seretic languages don't even use capital letters. So that's why there's no such thing as a big G and a little G. They don't do that. That's not how language really supposed to be. Okay? That's an illusion that you've been taught ignorantly. Because there is no there's no difference. There's no, you know, there's nothing in uh different to distinguish the difference between big G and little G. We do that because we look at it as where there's little gods or gods or beings trying to be the God. But when you refer to him by name, you still are calling on the same beings. If you're looking at it from an English point of view in literature, yeah, you can get that. Okay. They're not talking about the big God. They're talking about the little God. Just like the word Lord, the word Lord is Baal, which means Lord or master. Adonai is another name to say master. So depending on how you refer to Lord, you don't know what Lord means in English because you don't know if you're talking about Adonai, which is Jesus, or if you're talking about Baal, which is not who you want to worship. So this is what I'm saying. Just because you see the word Lord there, you don't know who you're referring to. I'm not getting into it. I just want you guys to kind of know this is where we're going with the words and how these things play an intricate part on our on our knowledge, man. Um, gods can be you, can be us, can be anything, because based on definition, God refers to beauty. It refers to strength. It refers to nature. Now, you will call somebody who's not uh, religious in the same way as you a pagan which I find very ignorant and very degrading on any of us who do that only because who are we to call somebody else something when our religion is the, is the, I'm saying our, I'm not in the Christian religion as a lot of you, but I will say this. Christianity is the youngest of all the religions that are from the old times. You guys quickly call people who believe certain things, new agers, the only reason you're saying that is because we're living in the new age of Aquarius. But the information itself is not new. For nothing is new under the sun. Doesn't your Bible tell you that in Ecclesiastes? So all I'm trying to say is. Um, we got to get out of this thing of calling people. Uh, all these different names because it, it makes us feel better. We got to insult people. And if you're interested in saving souls and saving lives and bringing people closer to God or Jesus or whatever, whoever you believe, the last thing you need to be doing is insulting them. That's only going to piss a lot of them off and make them further come away from you. So that's not the way to do it. Did Jesus walk around insulting people just to get them saved? No, he let them be. If they didn't want to go that route, he let them go. But he didn't sit there and turn a nose up at folks and act like he was better than them. So a lot of you who are in religions have done that. You need to come clear on what you're doing and why you're, you're what your purpose of being, who you are, what you are, why your purpose of what you believe in in terms of your worship, what its true purpose is. So, you know, we, we like I said, we're humans and we're very ignorant. So gods can be anything relating to a person, a spiritual being or many beings. Uh, when you refer to a deity, you're referring to a being that's called a god or a god like being. Um, 
And like I said, I use your Bibles because a lot of you, if you just heard me say what I say on my podcast, you be like, oh, he don't use the Bible. But you can't knock the Bible when I bring it to your attention. And I'm not taking things out of context here because I know a lot of people are going to try to hit me with that. If you really want to go there, then you better drop me some feedback and let me know you want me to do another part on just alone getting into the educational aspects of these words. Um, but there are a lot of gods. A lot of people believe a lot of things. Now, I believe there are many gods. This is a universe of high magnitude. This is not just a simple breakdown of God, a devil, and demons and angels. I don't believe that. And in my own personal experiences, spiritually, I definitely know that there's a lot more to life than what meets the eye. And for those of you who are in disagreement with that, some of you in other religions would disagree with that easily because you believe that there's jinns, angels, and then humans. So uh, a lot of people believe that these so-called aliens, UFOs, and different entities from different planes of consciousness could be jinn. The jinn do exist. We're not going to go into the origins of them and what the Bible and Quran say. The Bible doesn't even talk about jinns. It just talks about angels, familiar spirits, briefly. And demonic entities, the devil and God and Jesus. And the Quran talks about God. Jesus is a prophet in the Quran. Their prophet is Abraham. Jesus is not looked upon as referred to as the son of God. And the beings that are doing the deceiving or the devil, he's not in a fallen angel, as the Bible says. The Quran says he's a djinn. His name is Iblis, which means the rebellious one. So, fam. Holla at your boy. We can go into a long ass discussion on what these words mean, how some of these same words we use to describe certain entities in one book are used to describe the same type of beings in another religion. And that religion may be older than the book that you believe in because these beings do have similarities in their names. But what if I told you a lot of them are one and the same and then there's just totally different beings you don't know shit about? So it's a little bit of all the above, man. Now, and talking to you all about that, let's move on because God is a powerful thing. And for those of us who believe in God or gods, what is the power of prayer, family? Often a lot of you have witnessed this where somebody miraculously who's been told by many doctors that this person ain't going to make it. Then you get a group of people who sincerely in their hearts really want to heal this person, really want the miracles or or a divine intervention to come into play. And what they'll do is they'll hold hands and they'll really go into a deep, deep sort of meditative state in their prayers out loud while all holding hands and combining their energies and their beliefs with no doubt their faith comes to the test itself. And miraculously, this person will heal over time. Or if they make a strong recovery, we don't give credit to the medical society. We'll say, no, that was, they already had all the medical attention they could get. They couldn't do anything else for him. They were putting them, they were already, you know, writing them off, saying he's going to die. She's going to die. There was no hope. You'd have some of the best doctors fly in from all over, or you'd have flew this person all over the world to some of the best physicians. And it won't a damn thing they can do with any of their technologies. But the moment you guys come together in strong prayer with all your hearts and your energy, this person makes a miraculous recovery. How do you think that's possible, fam? Talk to your boy. Holla at me. <laughs> we are going to have to do a part two, fam. 
because I'm just now getting on the power of prayer. But what this part two will consist of, it will definitely close out this topics of discussions. We won't be getting into any of the educational origins of these things like I discussed. But we are talking about some good stuff, man, on Halloween. Now, I should do a topic on what is Halloween. And I might do a small one later on for you guys, too. On what does Halloween mean? Where did it come from? And what is the power behind that? What rituals are used on that? And I think we can briefly talk about that in our next part, too, uh, when we put it into rituals. Because, yes, Halloween is a ritual. It's the day of the dead. Now, how contradictory does that sound? But we'll talk about it. But power of prayer, fam. The power of prayer goes a long way. Whether it's individually, whether it's done as a group or a collective conscious of people or collective unconscious, meaning people aren't aware that they're doing it at the same time. But power of prayer is very powerful. We've been told that sometimes, so many times in our lives that I think a lot of us see it as a cliche or we don't really pay it fully any attention, which is why a lot of our prayers aren't answered. Another question I have had people ask me is, is there a correct way to pray? If you're coming from your heart, then it shouldn't really matter. And I'm going to say yes and no to that question. And that's contradictive and it's very confusing because if there's, it's either or, but it is, but it's not. And let me explain why. Yes, if you're coming from your heart, believing in what you're asking, uh, your, your belief in your creator, your Messiah, or whomever you pray to, or whatever you pray to, and if you believe it within yourself as well, I believe through faith, yes, that your prayer can be answered. At the same time, if you're trying to do something traditionally, and it's being in reference to a particular type of being or deity, then there is a proper way you need to know how to pray. Your bodies, fam. A lot of you've heard this probably is a cliche or never really paid any mind. You probably thought it was just folklore or just a saying. That universal language is mathematics, geometry, and algebra. And yes, we were taught these things by angels or beings of light or beings of a higher um, reality, ultra beings, if you will, advanced beings, if you will. These sciences that you've learned, philosophy, mathematics, alchemy, had to be given to you. Man didn't just simply evolve from one day coming out of a cave and then he found out how to do fire and shit. Yes, we know how to evolve. I mean, yes, we do evolve. I'm say we know how. We do evolve as time goes because it's within our biological systems and, and DNA to do so. However, it's a little more to it than that. And for those of us with religion or any type of background and any type of doctrine, we've read, no matter what those belief systems are, we've all read the same things. That man had learned this from this type of being or those beings or this God. We learned those things. That's how we come into these technologies. Because if nothing is new under the sun, then where did it come from? Hmm? Somebody had to bring them to you. And if it is above, so it is below, then what does that mean? Why is it that these ancient caverns and different places have on their walls these hieroglyphs of things that we don't even have yet in our own timeline? And then yet in a primitive, if you want to call people pagans and primitive, how is it that these beings or these people 
who were in such ancient times show on their hieroglyphs things that are in our own time of living. Helicopters, submarines, spaceships, astronauts. How the hell did they have that on a hieroglyph in those times? Who gave that to them? Or what information? Or how advanced were they themselves? See, that's why I need y'all to start thinking before you open your mouth and say stupid shit, man. And I say that not to insult anybody, but I say that because it's an insult to even say things like out of that, out of the ignorance of the mouth of somebody who doesn't know any of these things that I'm talking about, but could easily find them out if they just took a little time to look into them and open their minds and hearts and ask to be guided with correct guidance, divine guidance, to be protected from any deception and any illusions. If you really want to know the truth, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall open. If you really believe in that, then this shouldn't even be an issue with what I'm saying because you'd be willing to learn it for yourself. So the whole point is the power of prayer is energy, fam. It always has been. It's universal. You get what you put out. You get back what you put out. It's a yin and a yang, a give and a go. We talked about that very briefly in a lot of my other podcasts. But we never really got into the, we never really got down in depth to it. You know, we could we never never really put it into the core perspective. Right? And prayer can do a lot of things, fam. First of all, let's just look at the word prayer. What does it mean to pray? What are you doing when you're praying? You're requesting something. You're asking something. That's what prayer is. It's asking or requesting. When you say I have a request, you're asking. In the word quest is in the word question is the word quest. You're going on a journey somewhere. You're wanting to know something. In order to know what's on the quest, you have to go on it. A quest is a journey. It's a trip, right? It's an adventure. You don't know what's out there until you go out there. And that's why the word question means if you don't know, you ask. Question means to ask. So what is prayer? Prayer is a request or an asking of something. Whether it's something you want, whether it's something for somebody else, whether it's something you you feel you need or anything, you're asking for it. That's what a prayer is. It's putting things in a position of inquisition. And you're waiting for an answer through results, through a miracle, through some form of spiritual and divine intervention to answer what it is you put a request in. Like if I have a request to listen to a slow song, I got to call a radio station for that shit, right? Who are you calling when you ask them for prayers? You calling your God or belief in something within yourself or whatever, because you're trying to channel. And that's what channeling is. It's a prayer. A prayer is a form of channeling. It's not a complete definition of what channeling is, but that's basically what it is, fam. Stop getting scary when you hear words outside of what you've been taught. Look into these damn things, man, before you start making these erroneous, judgmental, preconceived notions about people and things that they do and they worship. The definition themselves aren't going to harm you. It's the knowledge of not knowing what they are or how they are related to one another is what hurts you. Money is not exactly evil itself. It's the root of all evil. It didn't say it was evil. It's the root of evil. See how simple little different (laughs) details can make 
a whole subject. If you take one little thing out, it just completely, utterly just creates chaos and at all levels because we miss the little intricate details and the way we talk to one another, the way we believe in things, the words that we use. If we paid attention or close uh, attention to the details of things, it would make all the difference in the world. If you just shift one thing, let me give you an example of what I'm saying. If you are a doctor and you're working on a patient in an operation and they need spinal cord uh, surgery, if you move one of their vertebrae slightly one diameter or something to the left or right past its point, that person's whole life depends on your knowledge of what you're doing and the details. And if you miss it by an inch or half an inch or or, uh, just by a meter, that person can be paralyzed. You feel me? So this is what interpretation is like. If you don't interpret things based on the detail of them, if you don't go back and going back, we talked about this in my previous podcast about what searching is versus research, what studying, searching and research is. And I even talked about the biblical reference, ask, uh, seek and knock. So I'm saying it again because it applies to this conversation. See, again, how these things all synchronize. This is what I'm talking about. So if you don't pay attention to the details, you can misjudge something by a long shot. And it really ain't that serious. You made it more serious than what it really is because of your ignorance of not knowing what it is that you're seeking or what you think you know. So always humble yourself, man. That's what you have to do in order to be found approved and what you're doing. So where I'm going with this is this. The power of prayer is based on beliefs. It's based on concentration. It's based on relationship with the deities or deity and and, and whom you worship. It's based on all of those things because you have to believe in yourself to believe that the power within you is greater than that which is in the world. And for those of you who say, oh, it's not me, I'm just a vessel. God is the one, okay, that's still the same thing. You're just saying it in a different way. You're, you're putting more of a third person involved here. God, if externally, the God outside of you is who you worship is the reason why he can use you as a, as a channel or a vessel or for a better choice of words as a conduit, Right? then so be it. You're an instrument used through as as a vessel through a a being that is giving you power as a channel to heal somebody like he did his apostles, gave them the power through belief and initiation. Because when you get baptized, that's what it is. It's initiation. (laughs) So you see how you guys like to sit there and separate words baptism versus initiation when you hear somebody say i got initiated spiritually they think you're in some type of damn dark cult but when you say i got baptized oh that that no okay you're a christian you go to church (laughs) baptism has been associated with being cleansed cleaning uh spiritually divine holy whereas an initiation sounds like something that happens on a lesser lower spiritual level of ignorance with darker entities The word itself doesn't mean evil no more than the word occult means evil. But when you guys hear that word, you shoot, you shit your pants. Oh my God, he's in the occult. He's into witchcraft, sorcery, and all this shit. The word occult simply means hidden. That's all it means in Latin. And if you break the whole word down, occult, right? Occult, occulto is the Latin form of that. It means hidden. But what is the word cult? Cult is the word short for culture. 
Come on, fam. Y'all got to get with it, man. Stop listening to these bullshit preachers, man, out there to get your money and put fear in your heart. Where in the Bible does it say occult? Now, you might see that word because the Bibles have been up to date. They've been manipulated. They've changed the English meanings and all kinds of shit in them. But that's not what the word itself actually means, because you guys don't do etymology. You don't know that. So, fam, we are definitely going to have to do a part two. Um, I'm definitely getting ready to put this one to a close. Uh, But I'm going to go a little further. I I still have a little bit of time, uh, but we're definitely going to have to do a part two because we haven't even got out of power of prayer. We haven't even touched on spiritual realms and rituals. So when we get to that on part two, you guys are going to really know, okay, this all makes sense. Okay. And like I said earlier, fam, if you're really interested in really getting into some real deep down knowledge on this stuff, let me know that I, I, I would be more than happy to do it. This is what I do. Okay. It's not just getting on the show and we we, you know, we just talk and lollygag and all that and have people come on the show and interview and stuff. We, we do a little bit of everything on my show. I don't want to leave anybody feeling like they're incomplete. I don't want no stone unturned. I want everybody feeling good on what they heard. They can have, they can get on with their day, their night. They can feel a little bit better, more positively. They can have more energy. That's, that's what I'm about, fam. So, um, that's where I'm at with it. <laughs> All right. And let's go ahead and close this out now. And we're getting ready to go into part two immediately. So stay tuned for that. We'll, we'll, we'll finish up power of prayer. We'll go straight into spiritual realms and then we'll touch on rituals. And then if we have a little time left in the next show, we'll talk about how all those things play an intricate part in our day to day lives. I'm your boy, J rated R. You're listening to God's. You're listening to spiritual realms. You're listening to power of prayer. And you're also listening to rituals. You guys stay tuned. I'm signing off saying peace and namaste.